everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today we are going to review an anime that is currently airing and has a lot of people questioning if they're furries. Yes. Or bony? I don't know what to call Bonies? it. Bonies? Monster Boners? <laughs> Monster fuckers? Monster fuckers, yeah. There we go, good. monster fuckers. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Ancient Magus's Bride, or Ancient Magus's Bride, or... Y'all know. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. The one with the bone guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is anime. It's based off of a fantasy shonen manga that is written and illustrated by Kora Yamazaki. And the manga is actually still ongoing and it started in 2014. So it's only four years old. And the anime adaptation started in October 2017 and it is currently ongoing. So lots of stuff happening. <laughs> Uh, Hattori Chise is only 15, but she has lost far more than most. With neither family nor hope, it seems all doors are closed to her. But a chance encounter began to turn the rusted wheels of fate. In her darkest hour, a mysterious magus appears before Chise, offering a chance she couldn't turn down. This magus, who seems closer to demon than human, will he bring her the light she desperately seeks, or drown her in ever deeper shadows? And I feel like every plot summary we get never truly explains very well what the show is about, but that one's pretty good. Basically, it's a young girl. She is bought. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't agree with this, like, offering a chance she couldn't turn down. He yeah. bought her. Yeah, she is bought. It was not a choice thing. Technically, she is his slave. Yeah. Um, She lives with him, and he's teaching her how to be a mage. But that's the show. And, and also, he's like, I intend for you to be my bride. But uh, there is some controversy surrounding that. <laughs> yeah, considering she's only 15. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into, we'll get into that in a, in a minute, the controversy surrounding this property. But this is a pretty popular current show. Um, it's so popular that a three-part prequel OVA called The Ancient Max's Bride, Those Awaiting a Star, is in production. And there's also, I think, an audio CD version, like an audio drama. Oh, cool. So, um, people really like this. The monster fuckers like this. People who like magic like this. People who like, like science fiction slash fantasy. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's set in England, but, uh, Everyone speaks Japanese, you know. Yeah, and there, there's also the mysterious quality to everything too. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and also Chise, she they make a big deal about her being Japanese, but she has red hair. <laughs> I just I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's more like she's different than them. And um, just some spoiler light: she's different because she's called a sleigh beggy. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> okay, one question. Did you watch this with subtitles? Yes. Well, I watched the dub for most of it with subtitles, because I was like, I want to know exactly what the fuck is going on. Okay, I did too. But it wasn't Slay Becky in mine, it was Slay Becky. Really? Yeah, Slay Becky. We might have been watching Slay different Becky. subs. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Annie, who's... Uh, basically, she's like a... um. A fey magnet, that's what that means, and um, 
they're really attracted to her and she can pretty much derive limitless amounts of energy from these fey creatures um but it puts a great deal of stress on her body to do that so slay becky don't usually live that long but she's she has the potential to be a very powerful mage which is why elias bought her Yes, slay Beckys are very... <laughs> Either Becky. way we say it, it's like, Beckys. <laughs> <laughs> these these uh, types of people are very rare. Yes. Um, and so it, he paid a lot of money for her. They, they said, like, a pretty sizable fortune he paid. But it's kind of hinted that Elias Ainsworth has been alive for, like, almost a millennia. Yeah. So he's had time to acquire the wealth. Mages in this universe can live, it seems like, forever Yeah, with magic if yes. they're smart. So it's hard to tell exactly how old all these mages are. Also in the show, it, there's like this rivalry between alchemists and mm. uh, mages. Yes. So, which reminded me a lot of Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Like this show is like fantasy Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Like, if Studio Ghibli made Full Metal Alchemist, then it was a little bit darker. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I really like this show. Um, but yeah, so, like, alchemists can change how matter is, and then uh, mages are like, oh, well, I'm just changing the matter, period. Like, there is no equivalent distribution. I'm bending the laws of nature to my will. Right. So there's a big rivalry. <laughs> It's 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 pretty cool. It's almost like um, I'm trying to think of a good comparison to this because it reminds me of something, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, it reminds me of like like a true fey creature and someone that just uses that magic. Like uh, alchemists are seen as lesser than the mages because the mages just seem to be creating the magic, whereas the alchemists are just manipulating it. Yeah. Um, but there's also very few mages left. Right. And alchemists seem to be flourishing. So I feel like to be an alchemist, you need less training. It's more of like a grassroots thing. In the show, they're also kind of portrayed as dicks. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a flim-flam man. I mean, uh, there are two alchemist characters that remind me of Scar from Pokemon Alchemist. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he quite literally has a Scar, um, but yeah. they're like... The good ones, if even though they don't like mages. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's actually get into some of the characters. Uh, this is just going to be a quick rundown because there are quite a few characters. Um. Some of them get their own episodes, but we're just going to go down who the main players are. So first off, the ancient mage, also known as the thorn mage. Bone daddy. <laughs> Bone daddy, as he is known on the internet. <laughs> Elias Ainsworth, um, he has both fey and human elements, and his origins are a complete mystery. I have a theory on him, actually. Well, I think it's in, like, some of the last episodes I watched, so I think it was, like, episode 11, I want to say, where they kind of go over his origins, but not in depth. Mm -hmm. They go over how he, how he got his name. Yeah, they go over how he became a mage, but not how he became alive yeah like how did he come to fruition like sometimes he gets flashbacks of like him running through a forest and like killing things mm -hmm. but beyond that it doesn't really go into depth so i bet you anything they're gonna cover that in the ovas which will be really cool 
Maybe. I mean, they're prequels, so that would be kind of cool, yeah. I have a theory, though, that he is the first mage ever. and oh, yeah. And that the, the fae fucked him up real bad. Ooh. That's my theory. It could be wrong. Nice theory. Chisei Hattori. She has red hair, and she's Japanese, but that's yeah. kind of it. <laughs> she's kind of a, a, a fragile little girl, but... Yeah, though, um... In in the dub, uh, the actress kind of keeps her voice like very grounded and monotone. And then, like obviously, there's a few parts when she's upset and she yells. But for the most part, she's kind of like, "Hello, I'm here to learn magic." Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. That's true. So she's she's a very like I would say even tempered yes uh, girl who had a lot of fucked up things happen to her yep. because of her magical abilities and no one really telling her what they are and she tries to commit suicide and then someone's like no you can sell yourself into slavery <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah that, that's the part i was like okay yeah that was really weird we don't really know a whole ton about chisei's backstory either except that her mother killed herself yeah and, um, and she has a father and a brother who are just gone yeah, so we're not really sure what happened there, but hopefully that will be revealed soon. So the next character is uh, Ruth, who is actually Chisei's familiar. Um, he is kind of, they call him a black dog, but basically that's a uh, grim that is assigned to, like, a church to guard it. Specifically the graveyard to chase away um, robbers and evil spirits. Yes, he's a good dog. Yes. I like him a, a good lot. pup. His ba- his backstory, I was like, ah! I know. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> made me so sad. Yeah, that was a really heart wrenching episode. It's like it's like that scene in what is it, Balto? Oh my god, yeah. Where, where, where the dog is just stays there and waits, yeah, and waits and waits and waits, and the owner never comes back. Sad, mm. very sad. The next character is Angelica Varley. Um, she's really cool. She is an old acquaintance of Elias's. Um, she's a witch and also a technician, which really reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. yeah. They have, like, auto mail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, enchanted uh, prosthetic parts, and I was like, this is fucking FMA. <laughs> <laughs> and, Side like, eyes. Like, FMA is amazing and awesome, so, like... Uh, why wouldn't you be influenced by it? But uh, right. yeah, this was a major side eye. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, she's she's super cool. Then there's uh, Lindenbaum or uh, Lindell, um, and he is Elias's magician master. He's also kind of like the head mage of dragons. Yeah, he lives in Iceland and with a bunch of dragons yeah. that look like dinosaurs. He and let, let's be. Let's be clear, he's not, like, in charge of them. He's, like, their caretaker. He, he, I feel like he's a shepherd, like, and he has beautiful, luscious blonde hair and, yeah. and a beautiful singing voice. Like, his magic comes from his songs. He's like a bard, I guess. Yeah. Fun fact, in, in the dub, they, they don't dub it. They just, he just sings in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> I was They're like, like nah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they just didn't, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. He he's fabulous. He is very fabulous. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Um, then we got Silver, and she is the fairy landlady of the house. Elias calls her like a caretaker or a landlady. Yeah, she used to be a harpy, 
So uh, she used to scream very loudly and, and tear apart men and shit. But now she's like chilled out and she just takes care of the house. <laughs> yeah, like you find out very quickly that she is a fey creature. Because um, at first I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> is this another servant he bought and is just like chill about? Uh, but no, she's she's a fey creature. And um, God, I can't remember the name of the fey. It's like a brown, brown foot or something like that. It's it's like a fae that takes care of your house. Um, oh yeah, there's a specific name. There's so much like I love high fantasy shit like this, and there's so many like little um, things that I'm thinking of. You know, there's some like Harry Potter elements and stuff to this as well, which I can't help but you know drift towards because it's magic and it's England. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it also. It reminds me more of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them than Harry Potter. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, it also reminds me of the series by uh, Holly Black. Oh my god, yeah. It does, because uh, Holly Black... So she's a she's a YA novelist who uh, basically merges magic and, like, an urban settings, usually. Um, but she goes, like, hardcore into just, like, fae. Um, and a lot of things that I have you know, read that are magic don't usually also have fae with them, but her book series did, which is why this, it kind of reminds me of that because the fae in this series are not all good. Just like the fae in Holly Black series are like all bad. (laughs) They are all bitches. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it reminds me of. But anyways. Anyways. uh, Last two characters. Michael Renfred, uh, he is Scar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's an alchemist who hates mages and magicians, um, and he is missing an arm and has three giant scars on his face from some uh, fucked up altercation in which he's protecting his apprentice, Alice, who is a badass bitch in a hoodie, and she has a switchblade. She's really cool. (laughs) I like these two. They haven't had a lot of episodes, um, but they've come together with Elias and Chise to, like, team up for good. Even though they don't like each other. Yeah, I think that Alice and Chisei will be cool comrades. Like, they have a lot to learn from each other. Some gal pals. Gal pals! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the rest of the series and the OBAs and maybe season two. I don't know. I hope I get to season two. It seems like a lot of people really like this. Plus, the manga's ongoing, so. Yes, it would be amazing if it could continue. I think it has a lot of potential. So, (laughs) we really like this series, but there have been controversies. Yeah. A lot of it having to do with the fact that Chisei is 15 and she agrees to be sold into slavery, and then a man (laughs) buys her and uh, keeps her captive, almost. Like... Like, he, he doesn't, like, she's on a long leash, but is there still a leash? Yeah. And he's of, um, like, unknown age, yeah, we'll but just is say still, ancient. like, a, an adult. <laughs> yeah, he's an adult, and she is so clearly a child. Yes. And there's so clearly sexual tension that they're putting into this show, and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. I mean... The relationship she has with Ruth, Ruth, 
I prefer Ruth to Elias. Sorry, guys. I know, oh, my God. I know everyone was expecting me to go for the hideous, ugly monster, but I like the hot dog instead. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Um, see, Ruth is like, I love you, Chise. Like, I will protect you. I will be by your side all the time. He unconditionally loves her, like a dog. But he loved his previous owner. He called her his sister. He uh-huh. loved her like that, too. And, like, he loves Chise like that in a non-romantic way but it's still love you know what i mean yeah and i just i like that That, that's so much more palatable than being like this uh fucked up monster wants to dick down this 15 year old (laughs) well yeah (laughs) yeah like there's a scene where he's like in his monster form in his bedroom and she goes in there with him and I was just like screaming the entire time. Just like Red alert. Stop it! <laughs> no! Like, somebody get her! Yeah. Um, it reminded me a little bit of like Spirited Away when Haku is like a giant snake monster. Dragon. Dragon monster. And you know, he's like wild and uh Chihiro is just like Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, there wasn't any sexual tension there, but I wish they would, like, take a page out of that book. Like, he's so clearly, like, not human. Or old. is he? I don't know, we'll find out. Stop it. <laughs> but, yeah, I would just, I don't know, I just wish they could have been, like, she's 18. Like, yeah, something, I, please. I mean, honestly, her story wouldn't be that different if she was, like, three years older. I mean, and and they're like, oh, well, they die quickly and stuff. But, like, come on, y'all. That doesn't change her age, though. Like, it's Game so of Thrones, creepy. Game of Thrones aged up everyone, and no one suffered. Yeah. That's the only thing. Though, though some people are quick to say, like, apparently in the manga that when he says, I intend for you to be my wife, he doesn't really understand what a marriage entails in Uh that department, and it's just kind of like a word he says. But I find that hard to believe. He's been alive for millennia, so... Yeah, that, and also the writer knew. The writer fucking knew. The writer knew and chose to be creepy, so please stop being creepy. And we even get characters in the show being like, she's too young to be married. Yeah, so I'm like, why are we plowing forward with this idea? Though, like, if we take age out of it. Oh my god. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. If we just take the age out of it, I would be so into, I guess, Beauty and the Beast style romance with a literal fucking hideous monster, like, The Shape of Water. Yeah. But, like, she is so clearly a child. She even acts like a child. She does act like a child. I mean- Elias, in some respects, too, also acts like a child. That doesn't make it okay, though. No. Ugh, still creepy. Still creepy. Um, doesn't make it okay in real life either, y'all. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> stop that. That's the, that's the one thing I wish was different. Either she's older or remove the odd, like, tension that's there. The romantic tension is uncalled for. Did you not sense that? Because I sensed a shit ton of romantic tension. Yes, romantic tension. Yes, there was romantic tension, but not sexual tension, in a sense. I felt sexual tension when she was in the bed. I was like, that is a whole different message. Yes, that is true. That, when he's, like, 
in his full out monster form is the only time where I thought there was like a sexual undertone. But even when in, in the first episode, he like strips her naked and makes her take a bath. He seems so matter of fact about it. He's just like, well, you're naked. Like, you better change. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I just wish that the sexual undertone wasn't there. Maybe if it was just romance and hand-holding. But, like, when you say marriage, people think sexual. Like, people yep. expect a marriage to be consummated. Yeah. So. so, yeah. So! That's the, yeah. <laughs> that's the only uncomfortable part about it for me. I mean, I'm not going to stop watching this show. The show's really good. Like, I can watch a show and understand that parts of it I don't like, but I can still appreciate a good show. Yeah, I I'll continue to watch it. I hope that it does does not escalate because that's really uncomfortable. But um, overall, I like the world that they're in. I think it's very interesting. I mean, in a way, it reminds me of Twilight and the fact that Edward's like hundreds of years old and Bella is what sixteen. Yeah, and I always felt like that was kind of creepy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, at the time when I was reading the books, I was also, like, 16, so mm-hmm. I didn't think it was weird, but looking back on it now, yeah, it's kind of weird. 16-year-olds out there, don't date people who are older than you. Yeah, please don't. Don't do it. They don't have your best interest at heart. No, I don't want to think of Elias like that. I don't want to think of him as creepy. So, let's keep the sexual undertones away. Yes. And focus more on the high fantasy elements. Unless we're doing a time jump and she's suddenly 18. I don't want it. Yeah, it's the only way I'll be like, yes, I ship this. Hardcore. Go for it. But, uh, in a lot of these episodes, they can be kind of episodic, where I feel like they are like mage detectives and they solve an issue for someone. Yeah. A lot- (laughs) A lot of the episodes are like that. Um, and I don't mind that. Hey, I love Scooby-Doo. So, like, they're like, mage detective! Uh, let's go, like, exercise these poor souls who are literal, like, toxic yeah. mud on an island. <laughs> With these magical talking cats. <laughs> oh my god. That reminded me of The Cat Returns. Yes! That's what I was gonna say. I was like, what's that one cat movie where they all talk? Yeah, talking yeah. cats. A lot of the characters they introduce are kind of really only there for one or two episodes. Because there are a lot of characters. Uh, we only went over the ones that are in multiple episodes. Yeah. But, like, I thought that Oberyn, uh, the Fairy King, and I cannot remember her name because it is long, and the Fairy Queen. Yeah. I thought they were really good characters that were only in there yeah. for five minutes. I, I, I feel like they're going to come back. Just like how they brought back Angelica, like, she was in the first episode, and then she disappeared for a while, but then she came back in, like, episode eight, <laughs> mm-hmm. or something like that, so I feel like they're they're amassing the characters, that's why I'm hoping that they continue with another season, because there's so, there's so much things that they can do with it, like, oh, yeah. so many things. And I guess one more critique I would have is, um... I think the art style is so beautiful, but it seems like all female fae have gigantic thitties that yeah. are, like, always out. They're always wearing bikinis or something like that. Yeah. And, and like, I get that in a lot of um, mythology or drawings that they're naked, and I guess you can't really have naked women. Naked boobs. <laughs> you know, but, like, if you're not going to do it, then maybe don't give them, like, gigantic tatas. That aren't even realistic, like, flow in the wind. 
no one's boobs flows in the wind. I thought that was so funny. I was just like, what? She's just like, yeah, they flow like my hair. It's like, no, 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 no. Besides that, all the character designs are pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I just wish that the, the tatas weren't so in your face. Like, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna make them, like, naked, then, like, why draw attention to their boobs? I can't tell you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what would you rate this anime on a scale from 1 to 10? 1 being you would rather have someone magically set fire to your eyeballs and watch it again, <laughs> or 10 being you are ready to strip all of your clothes off and uh, summon Elias Ainsworth <laughs> and make uh, beg him to be your teacher. I thought you were going to say something else, and I was just like, 10. No, just kidding. <laughs> Take off all your clothes and... <laughs> <laughs> and be my bone daddy. No, um, I think I would rate this uh, a nine. I'm very excited to see where it will go, but it definitely needs more time. Yes, I am also rating this a nine. I am into this. I'm a hashtag in it. Um, I'm like waiting on the edge of my seat for the next episode to come out. Like every Saturday, I'm like, where is it? I am ready for Bone Daddy and my like cute dog. And oh yeah, Chisei's there, I guess. Uh, <laughs> like I am ready. But yeah, the critiques that we talked about, basically just the age difference, the sexual undertones, and the thitties is the only <laughs> thing that's keeping me from being like, this is a 12. Yeah. I'm ready. ready. I love high fantasy. Fuck me up. <laughs> Hashtag ready for bone daddy. Yep. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can also find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, pretty much wherever podcasts are. Just search for Soulmates Podcast. It is spelled like the city in South Korea. Uh, don't forget to leave us a review, or you can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. I didn't miss anything. I didn't fuck it up. Yes. Yes, bitch. Work. work. <laughs> See you later. Bye.